People like games. So, recently, I've gotten into a new game. Possibly the most time-consuming, mind-numbingly toxic game to ever exist. And for some reason, I cannot stop playing. I'm sure you guessed by now, but I'm talking about the world's biggest eSport, League of Legends. So I thought it'd be nice to look into the history of the game, how it became the most played game in the world, and it also became the first step in bringing live service gaming to where it is today. And in the whole process, you'll get to watch some of my terrible bronze play, so enjoy that in the background. The story of League of Legends actually begins with Blizzard and their RTS game, Warcraft 3, which released in 2002. Keeping it short and sweet, so we can talk about this on another episode, Warcraft 3's modding scene eventually produced Defense of the Ancients, also known as Dota, about a year later. Dota would go on to popularize the multiplayer online battle arena genre, or MOBA for short. That brings us to our creators, Mark Merrill and Brandon Beck. Merrill and Beck met in high school and became good friends in college attending USC. Unlike most developers we hear of, Merrill and Beck had no idea how to create a game. They just loved playing them. Neither was getting a computer science degree, and they knew pretty much nothing about programming a game. But of course they began thinking of ways to get themselves into the industry. One of their earlier ideas sprang about from their love of the newly released Warcraft 3 mod, Dota. Both played the game throughout their time as roommates and would speak about the game as the birth of a new genre, which doesn't happen too often anymore. So obviously it was the perfect place to get started. So the first idea was actually to create their own third party tournament organization. Without any programming knowledge, it seems like this would be the easiest way to get into the industry. But as they continued to play Dota, they noticed some things that needed addressing, most of which stem from the fact that Dota was held back by its status as just a mod, and thus holding back the genre that it was actively creating. To play Dota, you had to buy Warcraft, then go on to download the mod software, hope you didn't fuck it up, and then you could finally play. Beck and Merrill had other plans though. Simultaneous to the creation of MOBAs, the future creators of Riot Games were also formulating live service gaming. They saw the potential of Dota to be larger than any single player game could be. They threw away the idea of single player experiences for a complete multiplayer experience. Not only that, their idea would be free to play and there would never be a sequel. That's because their patches would be more than just updates. They would fundamentally change the game and add to its continued replay value. All of these pieces would come together to create the season-structured live service gaming model used by tons of games nowadays. Just look at Rocket League and Fortnite. Those games, to some, are pretty unrecognizable from where they start. And from there, the tournament organization was scrapped to create their own game inspired by Dota with a vision for a new way to game. With a massive idea brewing in their heads and no computer know-how, Merrill and Beck needed recruits. To find them, they organized the Dota tournament at their college, mainly to scout fans of the game who agreed with their vision. There they would meet Jeff Jew, one of Riot's first interns and now executive producer of League of Legends. They also ended up snagging some of the people involved in Dota, grabbing designer Stephen Feek and support site host Steve Mexen. With their team growing and after four months of developing in the Warcraft 3 engine, League's first demo was created. While the idea was there, most publishers were turned off by the free-to-play live service model. Until League would eventually prove them wrong, it seems stupid to think that you could turn a profit without selling physical units or a subscription. 
And without sequel potential or single player, the game was pretty much dead in the water from a publisher's perspective. But with some angel investing, as well as some help from friends and family, Marilyn Beck would raise $1.5 million to launch Riot Games in 2006, and after many, many more rounds of funding, companies like Tencent would eventually put their power behind League of Legends as well. In April 2009, League of Legends would launch its beta with a total of 17 champions, and after six months, the full game would release on October 27, 2009. Riot would immediately go to work hosting tournaments to take advantage of the big push for MOBAs caused by their inspiration, Dota. Over the years, tournaments would grow, expanding to world tournaments, and eventually the creation of the League Championship Series, or LCS, in 2013, thus solidifying League of Legends as a premier esport. Not only would its popularity grow, but so would the game, adding over 100 new champions since the launch of the beta, adding new items, and eventually mythic items. New game modes would come and go, and of course, many, many countless skins would be released. League of Legends isn't just the biggest esport in the world, it's the genesis of a new lane of gaming. The live service model combined with the popularity of the burgeoning new genre came together in the perfect way to make League of Legends what it is today. But if you want to hear more about League's impact on the competitive gaming scene and what exactly it took to reach the spot it holds today, you'll have to come back next week for part two. I'm Reggie with People Like Games. This is Story Mode. Like, share, subscribe, ring the bell. Tell me how bad I am in the comments, and I will be back next week. Peace.